0: Hello there, good morning, and welcome to this, the WP Builds Weekly WordPress News. This is number 135. It covers the WordPress news for the week commencing the 19th of October 2020, and it was published on Monday the 26th of October 2020. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and a few bits and pieces just before we begin. Head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe if you would like to keep in touch with all that we produce. There are options on there to subscribe to our newsletters, to keep in touch with our content, and also a deals newsletter, should you wish to be availed of WordPress deals as we discover them, which in the run up to Black Friday could be quite important. Also, there's options on there to join our Facebook group of over 2,700 very friendly WordPress users, YouTube channel, Twitter feed, and so on and so forth. So that's wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. If you do like the content that we produce, please share it in whichever way you feel necessary. Apple Podcasts is always a good one, Spotify and so on, but also in Facebook, anywhere you feel it might be appropriate, you can use the black buttons underneath the podcast player on the WPBuilds.com website, and if you're over on Twitter, use at WPBuilds. Speaking of deals, as I was just a moment ago, we have a dedicated Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Halloween page. It's over at the memorable URL WPBuilds.com forward slash black That's wpbuilds.com forward slash black. And over there, you're going to find a growing list of filterable, searchable Black Friday deals as we discover them or as they become available. We'll add them to the list and you can go there and filter them out and search for them and so on. So perhaps bookmark that and make that your go-to page for WP deals over the coming weeks. wpbuilds.com forward slash black. If you'd like to advertise on the podcast, you can do that by going to wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise and get your product or service in front of a WordPress-specific audience. A bit like Kinsta and AB Split Test. Are you tired of unreliable or slow hosting? If so, check out Kinsta who takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud platform, all their plans include PHP 7, SSH and 24-7 expert support. Try a demo for free, 60 days you'll get at Kinster.com do you want to set up your ab split tests in record time like in a couple of minutes use your existing pages and test anything against anything else buttons images headers rows anything and the best part is it works with elementor beaver builder and the wordpress block editor aka Gutenberg). you can check it out and get a free demo absplittest.com and we do thank our sponsors for helping us to put on the wp builds weekly wordpress news Speaking of which, let's get stuck into it. Each and every week we divide our WordPress News up into different sections, and each week the very first section is WordPress Core, and I've got two items for you today. One is on WP.org, WordPress.org, and is to say that WordPress 5.6 Beta 1 has been announced. This was posted just a few days ago by Josepha Hayden. So beta software, if you didn't know, is kind of like trial software, it's the software prior to the release of the main event, the finessed version. So at this point we're not advising anybody to go and download this and use it on a production site, rather it's recommended for people who wish to test things. WordPress 5.6 is going to have some significant improvements, so for example, there's quite a lot going on with the Gutenberg editor. So we have improved support for video positioning in cover blocks, enhancements to block patterns including translatable strings, character counts in the information panel, improved keyboard navigation and various other adjustments, and an improved UI for drag and drop functionality as well as block movers, which that last one in particular I'm going to be making heavy use of. Also there have been improvements in core itself. So for example, there is a new default theme. There are auto update options for major releases, which I think from a security point of view could be really interesting. There's increased support for PHP 8. That is to say, PHP 8.0.0.0 is scheduled for release in a few days prior to 5.6 coming out. So that's also important. There have also been some changes regarding the REST API, but for that, I would urge you to click on the link in the show notes and you can discover about that because it's a little bit lengthy. And also some accessibility improvements. So, for example, the announce block selection changes manually on Windows. You can avoid focusing the block selection button on each render, avoid rendering the clipboard text area inside the button, and there's about five or six others as well. So that's some nice improvements. Obviously, any eyeballs that can be cast over beta 1 would be most useful so that we can get it up to beta 2 ASAP. The next piece is by Justin Tadlock over on WP Tavern entitled WordPress 5.6 Release Team Pulls the Plug on Block-Based Widgets. A few weeks ago Justin was fairly bullish about the fact that block-based widgets would actually be included in WordPress 5.6. Well there's been a reconsideration and Justin points this out. Essentially it isn't a usable experience at the moment. So Helen Sandy, who is the core tech lead for 5.6, provides an account basically saying, and I quote, my question for features that affect the front end is, can I try this out? Can I try this new thing out, should I say, without the penalty of messing up my site? That is user trust. At the moment, given that widget areas are not displayed anything like what you see on your site without themes really putting effort into it, and you have to save your changes live without revisions and to get the actual context view widget area blocks do not allow you to try this new feature without penalizing you for experimenting so it's been pulled it has been provided with an early tag meaning hopefully it will land early in the release cycle of 5.7 so you may get this earlier than the the general 5.7 when it reaches maturity but for now this has been pulled so if you were planning on using this feature you'll have to pause. The next section is entitled Community, although you could be forgiven for thinking this piece fits better under security. It's over on ZDNet or ZDNet if you're in the UK. It's entitled WordPress Deploys Forced Security Update for Dangerous Bug in Popular Plugin. So there is a plugin called Loginizer, which has been installed apparently over 1 million times. It offers security enhancements, which is a little bit unusual in this scenario, to the WordPress login page. So for example, it can do things like blacklist, whitelist IP addresses. It can also add two-factor authentication and captures and so on to block login attempts. However, this week, a security researcher discovered an unknown security vulnerability in the plugin, which allowed people to inject SQL statements. Basically, you could add a username with SQL queries in it, and that would get saved to the database. And that could then be run on the database and compromise the entire site in its entirety. So the very unusual step has been taken to push an update to everybody using this plugin without their consent. That is to say, WordPress, since version 3.7, which I believe is quite a long time ago, has had the capability. Well, I think it's 2013 to push updates. It's called force plugin update should something really, really need addressing. And so the the guys over at WordPress.org have obviously decided this was severe enough. We don't want a million sites to go down. They've decided to push an update regardless of whether you requested it or not. Now, for my point of view, I see that if in In this scenario, this seems to be a sensible thing to do, but it has created a bit of a storm. People don't want WordPress.org to be pushing things live onto their website without their authority. But I suppose in this case, the severity of the, the vulnerability may mitigate that fact. I don't know. It seems like you could sit on either side of this one if you're regularly updating your WordPress websites. Well, this might be something that wouldn't concern you too much. However, if your website was left for a month, two months without a particular update that could affect it and cause it to be brought down or maliciously attacked, then I can see the the benefit of this. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm leaning towards the side of this was a good thing to do. So anyway, go and check out the post on ZDNet to see what other people thought about this. If you've been listening to the WordPress news on WP build for any length of time, you'll you'll know that occasionally we talk about static website hosting. And the idea being that you spin up a container with a WordPress website, make amendments, and then publish the entire website to flat HTML and CSS files. The idea being that the whole website loads considerably quicker because it's simply serving up static files. And also it has less of a security vulnerability attack surface. Well, Stratic is one of the companies that have been doing this. And this piece is not particularly new. It's, in fact, a few months old. But it's something that I missed, and so I'm mentioning it now. They've got this new capability called Quick Publish, which I rather like the look of. And the idea being that, in the past, if you wanted to update anything on your website, you would have to wait for Stratic to go around and index all the pages and flatten them all one at a time. Now, to mitigate that, they would actually index and flatten the one that you were editing first in other words there would be a hierarchy of things that have been amended more recently but now there's an option to toggle a button called quick publish and it will only update the changes to the posts and pages that you've that you've just been fiddling with so in theory this should speed things up considerably so for example what exactly gets published they say new or edited posts or custom post types, new or edited pages, category archives, tag archives that might be affected, taxonomy archives, sitemaps, and the RSS feed. There's a few situations where they describe things that won't be published. So, for example, it won't amend things like navigation menus, sidebars, footers, and a few other things. You'd have to do those manually. Anyway, I missed this one, so I just wanted to mention it. If you are looking for flat HTML static hosting, and uh, Stratic is on your on your laundry list of ones to look at, this little feature might be of interest. Next up, we have our plugins, themes and blocks section and quite a few pieces for you this week. The first one though is over at WordPress Tavern. Q, first FSE WordPress theme now live. Justin Tadlock writes, and FSE, you will probably learn in the next few months, weeks or years, is an acronym, meaning full site editing. You'll probably be seeing that more and more. And we didn't have a theme in the WordPress repository, which enabled you to test out full site editing because it's still very much an experimental feature. However, themes team representative Ari St- Dathopolis, I really apologise if I've butchered your name, has decided to take the plunge and offer a very slimmed down beta release of an FSE theme. It's called Q, as I said, and really it's not intended for you to use as a website that you would put out for public consumption. More, it's a bit of a test bed. See how he has implemented these things. See, if you are a theme developer, how you might take things and run with them. You need to be on the the latest version of Gutenberg, and you also needed to have had the experimental features toggle switched on. And then you can have a bit of a play. Justin said, you know, it, it is what it is. It's essentially something which is very slim down. It's it's capable, it does what it needs to do. But anybody who is creating themes or just curious about this space, this is a very interesting development and obviously. As the days and weeks go on, we'll see many, many more of these adopting full site editing in Gutenberg as that rolls out in 5.6, 5.7, and and it gets enhancements over the years. But yeah, it seems like a a bit of a milestone. Maybe this is a moment in time where we start to rethink what it is that we're using in our toolkit and start to use the core things to create our entire site. Well, not quite yet, but uh, over the horizon fairly soon, one hopes. I know that quite a few of my friends are users of the plugin BuddyBoss. It's kind of like a way of organising, well, let's say a social network, for want of a better word, with the WordPress platform. And they have announced in a video, which I've linked to over on YouTube, that they've got a mobile app launching. So you'll be able to take on many of the features that you would normally have to sit at a desktop computer for, and they've integrated them into um, an app which you can use on your mobile phone. I'm not going to go into all the details, you can watch the video, it's fairly short, it's only about five and a half minutes long, something like that, and you can see, but anyway, body boss users who have a mobile phone might be very interested in this. Continuing on with the block editor theme, we have a piece over on WP Tavern by Justin Tadlock entitled, "Past 20 Star WordPress Themes to Get New Block Patterns. Substitute star in the title for a number, so for example, 2020, 2019, 2017, and so on. Um, this is to say that it's been decided by Mel Duan, who is the default theme design lead for WordPress 5.6, that block patterns will be implemented as far back as the 20 20- 10 theme. So the idea of a block pattern is that it's a collection of blocks kind of coordinated to, to satisfy a particular goal. So for example, it might be a testimonial block pattern, which is just a collection of perhaps an image, a quote, and a piece of text with a button or something like that. And you can simply click that block pattern, drag it in, and all of the bits and pieces are configured ready to go rather than you have to having to construct them by using a photo and a heading and a button separately one after another. It's a really nice idea and if you've used a page builder you'll have seen this countless times before. However, the idea of backporting these blocks right past, well, essentially for a decade, is really interesting. Now, what they're going to do is they're going to start with 2020, 2019, 17 and 16. 2018 never existed, so don't worry about that one. And they're going to implement them in those to begin with. And after that, there's going to be future release dates. I didn't quite realise just how popular some of these other themes are. So going back in time, the 2020 and 2017 themes have a over 1 million active installs. 2019 has over half a million. And when I initially saw this article, I thought it seems a bit silly going back as far as 2010. But I could be wrong. Maybe there's absolutely tons of people still using those sites. And why should they miss out on this lovely new block functionality? Well, they won't have to. The article goes on to show some nice images of what these patterns look like. They're they're nice and straightforward, simple, and easy to understand what they're for. But so, for example, there's a gallery pattern, a chat pattern, a video pattern, a quote pattern, and some others. And you can find out how to implement these over on the article. Click on the link in the show notes if you're a WordPress user who has accessibility as a as a significant concern, and you need to make sure that your websites are as accessible as humanly possible, then you may have run up against, for example, problems with page builders, the, the fact that they may not implement things in the, the best way possible. Well, over on WP Shout this week, Claire Brotherton has an article entitled Beaver Builder Accessibility, what you need to know. And so exactly that. She goes into a very a very deep dive into what the accessibility posture is in terms of Beaver Builder, what they do well, what could be improved, and specifically, she sort of takes different Modules, if you like, that's the word for when you drag something in from Beaver Builder that's in the panel. you know it might be so, for example, a photo module or a text module or what have you. She drags these in and she, she goes through what the what the output is and how this how this can be perceived from an accessibility point of view. As I said, it's incredibly thorough. It's probably going to need a little while for you to digest. But it will give you a great idea about the areas which, frankly, you can leave alone because the Beaver Builder team have taken care of that, or areas where you may need to do some further work or perhaps just leave those bits to one side. Really, really brilliant article. I absolutely love it. So well done, Claire. I'm sure you've been frustrated in the past when you've logged into your WordPress website to notice that there is a clutter, a bit of a mess of admin notices. You know what I mean. It might be, for example, ads, or it might just be a whole bunch of notices that certain things need updating, or perhaps that they have been updated, and so on and so forth. And they sort of crowd out the admin area. You may be concerned that your um, your clients are getting to see all of this, and really, it's not their concern. They don't want to see all of this. Well, there's a new plugin by the guys over at WP White security called admin notices manager and the announcement is being linked to in the show notes the idea is that it puts them all in its in their own little space so there is an area where all of these admin notices get packed into and to me this feels like something that ought to be in core i've got the impression that these admin notices there ought to be a i don't know a section over in the main menu that says notices and a little red number pops up saying you've got three admin notices and you can take care of them in a completely separate area well that's what this plugin does i linked to it in the wp builds group this week and a couple of people said they tried it and it it fell short in a couple of respects so i'm not entirely sure i haven't exactly looked into it but the, the idea seems laudable and it to me it seems really sensible hopefully at some point this can be taken care of in core Toolset users. We have a constant series of updates, it seems, at the moment coming out of Toolset, and this is another one. Toolset blocks 1.3.2 and types 3.4.2 have better performance and scalability. Click on the link in the show notes and Dario writes a piece that says, Quote, We've optimised the communication between our code inside the Gutenberg editor and the server. Now toolset will call the server much less frequently in order to get dynamic fields and views. This will make the editor feel a lot faster and put a lot less load on the server when you are editing. All sounds really good. They've made some other improvements as well woocommerce blocks compatibility with the Woodmart theme better compatibility with php 7.4 fixed infinite scrolling on archives loading results in the wrong place and fixed the mechanism to use a view as a source of options from a forms generic field all quite technical but if you're a toolset user i'm sure you'll be delighted by this the last two pieces in this section are very much interlinked. The first one is over on WP Town. Justin Tadlock writes Using the Web Stories for WordPress plugin, you better play by Google's rules. So I'm not entirely convinced by Web Stories. It seems to me like a bit of a fad, but the idea is that you serve up interconnected, text based, visually based. Pages which offer a background image and some logos and so on, and videos which occupy the full viewing area of a mobile device. Now, the idea is that they tell stories, aka they go from one page to another and follow some kind of narrative from start to finish. Well, if you didn't really know that that was the intention of these things and you just saw them as an opportunity to create something on the web which was well, I don't know, let's say an advert or something like that, or perhaps some sort of lead generation technology, then Google is not going to like it. And it's probably not going to surface them in the areas on their properties where they could be surfaced. So for example, you've got to dig a little bit deeper. The WordPress plugin, which allows you to create these things, doesn't give you the rules that Google needs to so that they will be surfaced. And you've got to be mindful of the following things. Copyrighted content, text-heavy web stories, low-quality assets, lack of narrative, incomplete stories, or overly commercial. Well, suppose copyrighted content is fairly obvious, but you're not supposed to use too much text. It's supposed to be an amalgamation of images, imagery, should I say, video and text. So, you know, don't fill it up too much with heavy text. Low quality assets, well, I guess in this area, you've got no excuse really for having pixelated stretched content if you know the dimensions of these things, you should probably have a high quality image. But also, this is an interesting one lack of narrative. So, the idea being that it really doesn't flow as a story. How on earth they determine this with probably the millions of these that are being created? I'm guessing it's all done with their clever AI, but it's got to have a story. It's got to be running from one slide to the next. And also, incomplete stories. The idea being, well, I'm sure that there'll be loads of web properties out there, you know who I'm talking about, who will use this as a clickbait option. Opportunity, they'll tell three quarters of the story, get you on a cliffhanger moment, and then it require you to go over somewhere else. Well that's really frowned upon as well, as is anything which is just overly commercial. Anyway, you've got to go out and discover these rules for yourself, and helpfully if you go onto the WP Tavern article, click on the link in the show notes, you can find out what those rules are. I said that there was a related article. Well again it's just in tadlock. Make Stories 2.0 launches editor for WordPress rivaling Google's official Web Stories plugin. So if you didn't wish to use Google's offering, there is actually an offering by the Make Stories people. Uh, essentially it, it does the same thing. It is a SaaS product, so you are opting in to have things stored on their servers. But if you didn't like the Google approach and you wanted to use this interface instead, Justin explains how it all works. He's got some nice screenshots of how it all ties together you can see how to create these things I've got to say the 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 sort of page builder nature of it is very beguiling it's so simple to throw together but as I said at the top my personal feeling is that this is just a little bit of a fad I, I can't see myself spending any great deal of time on this when actually I just want to get to the normal content that I'm used to you know newspapers blogs and so on this seems like a little bit of a distraction but as with so many things I'm probably wrong. The next section is deals. If you're into WordPress deals, head over to wpbuilds.com forward slash black. I would suggest that you bookmark that page, wpbuilds.com forward slash black. If you would like to be kept updated, there's a searchable and filterable list, as I mentioned at the top of the show. If you want us to email you as soon as we hear about a deal in the run-up to Halloween, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, this could save you an awful lot of time. So head over to wpbuilds.com dot com forward slash black and there's a button on that page which you can use to subscribe to our newsletter and we'll do just that okay the only really new one that i've got for you this week is wave.video it's a nice interesting sort of SaaS app to enable you to create simple quick videos it's kind of a bit like the the word press web stories that we were talking about just a moment ago. It's also allied with animatron, which is an animation platform. So you can get that. We've also got deals for breezy cloud and plugin 15% off. There's WordPress portal, which is on lifetime deal and a bunch of other stuff. Go and check out the links in the show notes. The next section is the security section, a very light touch as always. Two pieces for you this week. The first one is over on the security blog R underscore evil WordPress hack tool and malicious JavaScript injections, and I quote, We often see hackers reuse the same mal- malware with only a few new adjustments to obfuscate the code so that it is more difficult for scanning tools to detect. However, sometimes an entirely new attack tools are created and deployed by threat actors who don't want to rely on obfuscating existing malware. And then it goes on to talk about some malware that attacked Travelex last year and the possible misinterpretation that that tool could be conflated with this tool. And then it goes on to talk about this tool. However, if you are into WordPress and its security, this might be something that you want to look at. The next one is over on WordPress Tavern. We have discussed this already and to some extent, so I won't dwell on this for too long. But it's all about the Loginizer plugin, getting the forced update security from WordPress.org and uh, the, the WordPress Tavern uh, take on this from Sarah Gooding. Right, we're on the final little stretch now. The WP Build's blatantly promotional bit. This week I released a podcast episode with David Wormsley. It was a debate and it was about something really unexpected. It was about matte versus glossy screens. I likened the the, the term matte and glossy to sound like a Las Vegas cabaret act, which which was quite entertaining. But um yeah, the the idea here that there's a, a real discernible difference in the actual device that you're using to view your website. So Whether that's a matte device, a glossy screen, or just like literally the difference between something that you bought from LG or Samsung or your Apple Mac. The difference can be quite discernible. And there's a lot of technology and thought that goes into this. And it may be that some of the design choices you're making on your websites to contrast things in a very subtle way are completely lost. And so this might be something that you need to look at. Anyway, WP Builds, episode 222, Matt versus Glossy Screens, linked to in the show notes. The next section is the job section. I haven't found anything this week. Nobody submitted anything, but if you wish to do so, there is a link in the show notes. It's a completely free listing of a job. So why not make use of it if you know of one? And the last section. Not WordPress, but useful anyway. Very quickly, because we're kind of running out of time. There is an article in The Guardian entitled, Talking on the Moon. NASA and Nokia to install 4G on the lunar surface. Well, who would have thought it if we are going to put people onto the lunar surface and have them stay there on a more or less permanent basis they're going to need to communicate with each other and of course how do people communicate these days well they usually use a phone and in order for that technology to work on the moon we're going to have to install something like 4g and so nokia has stepped in and it seems like they're the favored bidder it's obviously going to be very stripped down very lightweight literally lightweight as in it's not going to weigh very much i don't know what the capacity will be but anyway just fascinating already we're at the point where we're thinking about installing mobile phone networks on the moon who would have thought it um i read something this morning which is slight concern from astronomers who were worried that these signals coming off the lunar surface may well interfere with their telescope so see how this one develops the next one Is simply something I think you should look at because I just love it when I see a website which is so interactive in such a thoroughly useful way. Now it may be that you hate probability and statistics, and that's the last thing you would ever wish to look at. But this is the Seeing Theory website. Um, It's over at Seeing-Theory.Brown.edu, but it's just a beautiful implementation of interactive things on a website. So. It does things like display to you what it is, what chance actually looks like. And you can interact with it and flip coins one time or a hundred times. And the the interactive nature as you get into this is just so compelling. It, It gathers data which you create on the fly and then displays it for you in charts and so on and so forth. And I just think it's an absolutely wonderful, wonderful display of where the Internet has got to and what things are possible with things like JavaScript in a browser these days. And the very final piece I've got for you today is back on WP Tavern. Sarah Gooding writing about ESLint. ESLint maintainers share challenges of funding open source utilities through sponsorship. And I quote ESLint, one of the most popular JavaScript linting utilities quickly eclipsed more established early competitors thanks to its open source license. The clear licensing enables the project to become wide, to be widely used, but it didn't immediately translate into funds for the ongoing development. Despite being downloaded more than 13 million times each week, 13 million times each week, its maintainers still struggle to support the utility. And then the article goes on to explain what this model is like and how it's difficult to keep these kind of things going when essentially the people that want to contribute would like to be, you know. know they'd probably love to donate tons of their time for free if they had it but there's some of them need to be remunerated if a project like this need is going to move forward we have to have bodies in there who are going to be reliably in there checking things maintaining things advancing things and so on and it's it's a discussion about how these kind of things are operated it chimes very nicely with the wordpress model which has got an awful lot of gigantic corporate donors helping out but things things like eslint obviously it's a it's a bit of a startup in this area it's uh, it needs help and i believe that matt mullenweg this week did in fact donate to it so there you go Okay, that's all I've got for you this week. I hope you found that useful. If you did, please share it. Share it in any which way you like at WP Builds on Twitter. Use the black buttons at the bottom of the podcast player if you're on our website. But just be creative. Go onto Facebook and copy and paste the link and let people know that WP Builds is here giving WordPress news each week. Your support is greatly, greatly appreciated, as is the support of our sponsors. The WP Builds Weekly WordPress News was brought to you by Kinsta. Kinsta takes managed WordPress hosting to the next level. Powered by the Google Cloud Platform, your site is secured like Fort Knox and runs on speed obsessive architecture. You get access to the latest software and developer tools such as PHP 7, SSH and staging environments. And the best part, their expert team of WordPress engineers. They're available 24-7 if you need help. You can try a demo for free. 60 days you'll get at Kinsta.com and A-B Split Test. Do you want to set up your A-B Split Test in record time? The new A-B Split Test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. You can check it out at absplittest.com where you'll find a free demo. Okay, as I said, go to WPBuilds.com forward slash black to search and filter Black Friday deals. If you think we've missed one, you can add a deal if you've got one that you know about. Probably best if that comes from the product developer because we need images and all sorts of things like that. But also, if you want to share that page, feel free to do that. WPBuilds.com forward slash black. We'll be back on Thursday for a podcast episode, and we'll be back next week for the Monday version of the news. Don't forget to join us live, I forgot to say, at the top of the show. This week I'll be joined by Paul Dacey, Bernard Grinot, and Chris Hughes, 2pm UK time, wpbuilds.com forward slash live. Have a great week. Stay safe. Bye-bye for now.